Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. This is the London Visited podcast on your favourite podcast provider, bringing to you the facts, history and information about different parts of this great capital. If you have been to London, are planning on visiting, live here or just love London from afar, then this is the podcast for you. Hi, I'm Steve and welcome to our podcast. We're here for all things London and to tell you more behind some of the iconic places and people in London's history. In this episode, we go back to Wimbledon and we go back to the Wimbledon Tennis Championships for part two of our look at the championships. Also, whilst you're here, don't forget to visit and subscribe to our YouTube channel, London Visited, to see videos covering so many places across London. And this is one of the places that we are going to visit very, very shortly on a guided tour. Also, if you love the podcast on the channel, why not join us as a member? Join our group of what we like to call our London Visited Crown Jewels, where there are many different benefits, including a members-only monthly podcast. Have a look by going to patreon.com forward slash London Visited. Now to this week's podcast. Both the men's and ladies' singles consist of 128 players. Players and doubles pairs are admitted to the main events on the basis of their international rankings, with 104 direct entries into the men's, 108 into the ladies' competitions. Both tournaments have eight wildcard entrants, with the remainder in each made up of qualifiers. Since the 2001 tournament, 32 players have been given seedings in the gentlemen's and ladies' singles, 16 teams in the doubles events. The system of seeding was introduced during the 1924 Wimbledon Championships. This was a simplified version allowing countries to nominate four players, who were placed in different quarters of the draw. This system was replaced for the 1927 Wimbledon Championships, and from then on, players were seeded on merit. The first players to be seeded as number one were René Lacoste and Helen Wills. The committee of management decide which players receive wildcards. Usually, wildcards are players who have performed well during previous tournaments or would stimulate public interest in Wimbledon by participating. The only wildcard to win the gentlemen's singles championship was Goran Ivanisevic in 2001. Players and pairs who neither have high enough rankings nor receive wildcards may participate in a qualifying tournament held one week before Wimbledon at the Bank of England Sports Club in Roehampton. The singles qualifying competitions are three round events. From 2019, singles qualification increased to 128 players and no doubles qualification occurred. Previously, the same-sex doubles competition lasted for only two rounds. There's no qualifying tournament for mixed doubles. The furthest away that any qualifier has progressed in a singles tournament is the semi-final round. John McEnroe in 1977, gentlemen singles. Vladimir Volchkov in 2000, gentlemen singles and Alexandra Stevenson in the 1999 Ladies Singles. Players are admitted to the junior tournaments upon the recommendations of their national tennis associations or their International Tennis Federation World Rankings and, in the case of singles events, on the basis of a qualifying competition. The Committee of Management determines which players may enter the four invitational events. The committee seeds the top players and pairs on the basis of their rankings, but it could change the seedings based on a player's previous grass court performance. Since 2002, a seeding committee has not been required for the gentlemen's singles, following an arrangement with the ATP. 
and since the 2021 tournament, the seeding has followed the same process as the ATP rankings. From 2002 to 2019, the top 32 players, according to the ATP rankings, were seeded according to a formula that heavily weighted previous grass court tournaments. ATP entry system position points, plus 100% points earned for all grass court tournaments in the past 12 months, plus 75% points earned for the best grass court tournament in the last 12 months before that. A majority of the entrants are unseeded. Only two unseeded players have won the gentlemen's singles, Boris Baker in 1985 and Goran Ivanisevic in 2001. In 1985, there were only 16 seats and Boris Becker was ranked 20th. Ivanisevic was ranked 125th when he won as a wildcard entrant, although he had previously been a finalist three times and had been ranked number two in the world. His low ranking was due to having been hampered by a persistent shoulder injury for three years, which had only just cleared up. In 1996, the title was won by Richard Krychek, who was originally unseeded, ranked 17th and only 16 players were seeded, but was promoted to a seeded position, still with a number 17, when Thomas Muster withdrew before the tournament. No unseeded player has captured the Lady Singles title. The lowest seeded female champion was Venus Williams, who won in 2007 as the 23rd seed. Williams was returning from an injury that had prevented her playing in previous tournaments, giving her a lower ranking than she would normally have had. Unseeded pairs have won the doubles titles on numerous occasions. The 2005 gentlemen's doubles champions were not only unseeded, but also, for the first time ever, qualifiers. Since 2001, the courts used for Wimbledon have been sown with 100% perennial ryegrass. Prior to 2001, a combination of 70% ryegrass and 30% creeping red fescue was used. The change was made to improve durability and strengthen the sward to better withstand the increasing wear of the modern game. The main show courts, center court and number one court, are normally used for only two weeks a year during the championships, but play can extend to a third week in exceptional circumstances. The remaining 17 courts are regularly used for other events hosted by the club. The show courts were in action for the second time in three months in 2012, as Wimbledon hosted the tennis events of the 2012 Olympic Games. One of the show courts is also used for home ties of the Great Britain teams in the Davis Cup on occasions. Wimbledon is the only remaining Grand Slam event played on natural grass courts. At one time, all the majors, except the French Open, were played on grass. The US Open abandoned grass in 1975 for green clay, and the Australian Open did so in 1988 for hard courts. The US Open eventually adopted hard courts as well. From 1877 to 1921, the club's grounds were situated on four acres of meadowland in central Wimbledon, between Walpole Road and the railway line. In 1908, this venue hosted the tennis events for the 1908 Summer Olympic Games. As the attendance of the championships grew, it became obvious before the First World War that the 8,000 ground capacity at Walpole Road was inadequate, and so the club started looking for a new site. It eventually settled on an area of land off Church Road to the north of Wimbledon town centre and moved to its new home in 1922. At the time, the relocation was regarded as something of a financial gamble, costing, as it did, approximately £140,000. After the club moved to the current site in Church Road, the old Warpool Road ground then became the Wimbledon High School playing field, which it remains today. The principal court at Church Road, Centre Court, was inaugurated in 1922. The new venue was substantially larger and was needed to meet the ever-growing public demand. Due to the possibility of rain during Wimbledon, a retractable roof was installed prior to the 2009 championship. It is designed to close open fully in 20 minutes and will be closed primarily due to protect play from inclement and, if necessary, extremely hot 
weather during the championships. Whilst the roof is being opened or closed, play is suspended. The first time the roof was closed during a Wimbledon Championship match was on Monday the 29th of June 2009. The first full match played and completed under the roof was Andy Murray and Stan Wawrinka playing on the same date. The court has a capacity of 14,979. At its south end is the Royal Box, from which members of the Royal Family and other dignitaries watch matches. Centre Court usually hosts the finals and semi-finals of the main events, as well as many matches in the earlier rounds involving top-seeded or local favourites. The second most important court is Number 1 Court. The court was constructed in 1997 to replace the old Number 1 Court, which was adjacent to Centre Court. The old Number 1 Court was demolished because its capacity for spectators was too low. The court was said to have a unique, more intimate atmosphere and was a favourite of many players. Construction of a new retractable roof on the number one court began after the 2017 championships and was completed in time for the 2019 championships. The capacity of the stadium also rose by 900 to 12,345. Since 2009, a new number two court has been used at Wimbledon with a capacity for 4,000 people. To obtain planning permission, the playing surface is around 3.5 meters below ground level, ensuring that the single-story structure is only about 3.5 meters above ground, and thus not affecting local views. Plans to build on the current site of Court 13 were dismissed due to the high capacity of games played during the 2012 Olympic Games. The old Number 2 Court has been renamed as Number 3 Court. The old Number 2 Court was known as the Graveyard of Champions because many highly seated players were eliminated there during the early rounds over the years including Ilya Nastasi, John McEnroe, Boris Becker, Andre Agassi, Pete Sampras, Martina Hingis, Venus Williams, Serena Williams and Maria Sharapova. The court has a capacity of 2,192 plus 770 standing. In 2011, a new number 3 court and a new court 4 were unveiled on the same sites of the old number 2 and 3 courts. Because of the summer climate in southern England, Wimbledon enjoys court attendants each year who work to maintain court conditions. Their principal responsibility is to ensure that the courts are quickly covered when it begins to rain, so the play can resume as quick as possible once the referees decide to uncover the courts. The outer court attendants are mainly university students working to make summer money. Centre court is covered by full-time ground staff. However, at the northern end of the ground is a giant television screen on which important matches are broadcast to fans inside the grounds without tickets to the relevant court. Before Shopify, were you wondering, where are my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. <clears throat> oh, sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof. Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Shopify.com slash listen. Fans watch from a gently inclined area of grass officially known as the Orangi Terrace. When British players do well at Wimbledon, this area attracts fans for them and is often renamed after them by the press. Greg Rosetsky's followers convened at Rosetsky Ridge and Tim Henman has the hill nicknamed Henman Hill. As both of them have now retired and Andy Murray is the most current successful British player, the hill is occasionally referred to as Murray Mound or Murrayfield as a reference to his Scottish heritage and the Scottish rugby ground of the same name but this has largely failed to catch on and the area is still often referred to as Henman Hill. None of these nicknames are the official name. An attempt was made to destroy the grounds in 1913 during the suffragette bombing and arson campaign. The suffragettes, as part of their campaign for women's votes before the First World War, 
had begun carrying out politically motivated arson and bombings across the country. On the night of the 27th of February 1913, a suffragette woman between the ages of 30 and 35 was arrested within the grounds after being spotted by a groundsman climbing over the hedge at around midnight. She was found to have with her some paraffin and wood shavings for the purpose of setting fires in the grounds. The woman refused to give her name or any information to the police and was later sentenced to two months imprisonment. The qualifying matches prior to the main draw take place at the Bank of England Sports Ground in Roehampton, 3.6 miles from the All England Club. Social commentator Elias Cashmore describes Wimbledon as having a David Niven-ish propriety in trying to conform to the standards of behaviour regarded as common in the 1950s. Writer Peter York sees the event as representing a particular white, upper-middle-class, affluent type of Britishness, describing the area of Wimbledon as a southern, well-off late Victorian suburb with peculiar social character. Cashmore has criticised the event for being remote and isolated from the changing multicultural character of modern Britain, describing it as nobody's idea of all things British. In the championship games, ball boys and girls, known as BBGs, play a crucial role in the smooth running of the tournament, with a brief that a good BBG should not be seen. They should blend into the background and get on with their jobs quietly. From 1947, ball boys were recruited from Goldings, the only Bernardo school to provide them. Prior to this, from the 1920s onwards, the ball boys came from the Shaftesbury Children's Home. Since 1969, BBGs have been drawn from local schools. Traditionally, Wandsworth Boys School in Sutherland Grove, Southfields, and Mayfield Girls School on West Hill in Wandsworth, now both defunct, were the schools of choice for the selection of BBGs. This was possibly owing to their proximity to the club. Since 2008, they have been drawn from schools in the London boroughs of Merton, Sutton, Kingston, and Wandsworth, as well as from Surrey. BBGs have an average age of 15, being drawn from the school years 9 and 10. They serve for one, or if reselected, for up to five tournaments, up to year 13. Starting in 2005, BBGs work in teams of six, two at the net, four at the corners, and teams rotate one hour on court, one hour off, two hours depending on the court for the day's play. Teams are not told which court they'll be working on the day to ensure the same standards across all the courts. With the expansion of the number of courts and the lengthening of the tennis day, as of 2008, the number of BBGs required is around 250. Starting on the second Wednesday, the number of BBGs is reduced due to the decrease in the number of matches per day, leaving around 80 on the final Sunday. Each BBG receives a certificate, a can of used balls, and a group photograph, and a program when leaving. BBG service is paid, with a total of £160-£250 being paid to each ball boy or girl after the 13-day period, depending on the number of days served, around £17 per day. Every BBG keeps their kit. BBG places are split 50-50 between boys and girls, with girls having been included since 1977, appearing on Centre Court since 1985. Prospective BBGs are first nominated by their school head teacher to be considered for selection. To be selected, a candidate must pass written tests on the rules of tennis and pass fitness, mobility and other suitability tests against initial primarily instruction material. Successful candidates then commence a training phase, starting in February, in which the final BBGs are chosen through continual assessment. As of 2008, this training intake was 600. The training includes weekly sessions of physical, procedural and theoretical instruction to ensure that the BBGs are fast, alert, self-confident and adaptable to situations. As of 2011, early training occurs at the Wimbledon All England Lawn Tennis Club, covered courts, to the side of the grounds and then moves to the outside courts, 
8, 9, and 10 the week before the championships to ensure that the BBGs gain a feel of the grass court. At the championships at Wimbledon, 42 chair umpires are assigned each day and usually work two matches a day. They use tablet computers to score each match and these scores are displayed on the scoreboards on the Wimbledon.com. Line umpires work in teams of nine or seven. Teams of nine umpires work the center court and courts numbers one, two, three, 12, and 18, with the remaining teams of seven working the other courts. These teams rotate, working 60 minutes on court and then 60 minutes off. Recently, a new technology called Hawkeye was introduced. This technology determines whether the ball bounces inbounds or out. Wimbledon has started using this technology, but continues to use line empires as well. Dark green and purple are the traditional Wimbledon colors. However, all tennis players participating in the tournament are required to wear all white or at least almost all white clothing, a long time tradition at Wimbledon. Wearing white clothing with some color accents is also acceptable, providing that the color scheme is not that of an identifiable commercial brand logo, the outfitter's brand logo being the sole exception. Controversy followed Martina Navratilova's wearing branding for Kim cigarettes in 1982. Green clothing was worn by the chair umpire, linesmen, ball boys, and ball girls until the 2005 championships. However, beginning with the 2006 championships, officials, ball boys, and ball girls were dressed in a navy blue and cream-colored uniforms from their American designer, Ralph Lauren. By tradition, the men's and women's competitions are referred to as gentlemen's and ladies' competitions at Wimbledon. The junior competition are referred to as boys and girls competitions. Prior to 2009, female players were referred to by the title Miss or Mrs. on scoreboards. On the Wimbledon Champions Board, married female players were referred to by their husband's name up until 2019. For the first time during the 2009 tournament, players were referred to on scoreboards by both their first and last names. The title Mister is not used for male players who are professionals on scoreboards, but it is retained for amateurs although chair umpires refer to players as Mr. when they use the replay challenge. The umpire chair will say Mr. surname is challenging the call and Mr. so-and-so has X number of challenges remaining. Up until 2018, the chair umpire said Miss, Mrs. surname when announcing the score of the ladies' matches. However, the chair umpire no longer calls Miss, Mrs. surname when announcing the score since 2019. As of the 2022 edition of the tournament, the use of Mr., Miss, and Mrs. was eliminated entirely. Players are now referred to by their names, as written on the scoreboard by the umpire at all points in a match. If a match is being played with two competitors of the same surname, e.g. Venus and Serena Williams, Bob and Mike Bryan, the chair umpire will specify to whom they are referring by stating the player's first name and surname during announcements, e.g. Game Venus Williams, Advantage Mike Bryan. Previously, players bowed or curtsied to members of the royal family sitting in the royal box upon entering or leaving centre court. However, in 2003, the All England Club president, Prince Edward Duke of Kent, decided to discontinue the tradition. Now, players are required to bow or curtsy only if the Prince of Wales or the King is present, as was in practice during the 2010 Championship when Elizabeth II was in attendance at Wimbledon on the 24th of June. On the 27th of June, 2012, Roger Federer said in his post-match interview that he and his opponent had been asked to bow towards the royal box as Prince Charles and his wife were present, saying that it was not a problem for him. Prior to the Second World War, members of the Brigade of Guards and retired members of the Royal Artillery performed the role of stewards. In 1946, the AELTC offered employment to wartime servicemen returning to civilian life during their demobilization leave. Initially, this scheme extended to only the Royal Navy, followed by the British Army in 1947 and the Royal Air Force in 1949. 
1965, the London Fire Brigade members joined the ranks of stewards. The service stewards wearing uniform are present in centre court and courts number 1, 2, 3, 12 and 18 courts. In 2015, 595 service and London Fire Brigade stewards attended. Only enlisted members of the armed forces may apply for the role, which must be taken as leave, and half of each year's recruits must have stewarded at Wimbledon before. The AELTC pays a substance allowance to servicemen and women working as stewards to defray their accommodation costs for a period of the championships. The service stewards are not to be confused with the 185 honorary stewards. So, I hope you've enjoyed our look at the second part of the Wimbledon Championships. We'll be back next week with our third and final part. If you'd like to make contact with us and suggest any places you'd like us to feature in future podcasts, you can let me know through our website, londonvisited.co.uk, or through our social media. It really is that easy. Thanks for listening. Really hope you enjoyed our podcast, and we'll see you soon for the next one. Bye! Thanks for listening, and please don't forget to subscribe to get more shows direct to your device. Also, why not visit our London Visited YouTube channel to get even more of London. Catch you soon on the next one.